Hi everyone, Sandman here. This video is brought to you by a donation from Jay. He didn't have a topic for me, so I scoured the bowels of the internet to find one. Someone named The Captain shared this on goingyourownway.com, and I quote, I know a 68-year-old unmarried former hippie woman. It's almost impossible for me to keep from erupting into hysteric laughter when she tells her female friends that she still wants to get married. This old broad is at least 40 years past her wed by date. Without a bra, her coconuts hang down to her knees, and she's ridden the carousel for so long that banging her would probably be akin to throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Her recaps need recaps. Every time I see her, I want to either burst into laughter or tears, unquote. And the man is sure we laugh and eat shame women that look like the Crypt Keeper's niece. But older women are delusional because their standards get higher as their boobs get lower. If she was good-looking in her youth, then she won't settle for anything less than what she thinks she deserves. I've seen women in their 60s land wealthy, tall men that went through terrible marriages and divorces. It took some of those women 10 to 20 years to find such a man, but they're like vultures with vaginas sitting on top of telephone poles waiting for some rich simp's relationship to die. I wish them the best of luck, and women like this 68-year-old hippie will probably have the best luck finding a good man if she hangs around in a cancer clinic, mortuary, or divorce court office. If they go online and are patient enough, waiting for a freshly single senior male, then they can find a man that they're looking for. We like to believe there isn't any hope for a woman like this because it makes us feel better to think of women suffering, the way that many of them have made us suffer. But if she puts herself on dating apps, and if she makes herself look better than the other old ladies with dentures, she could actually find herself a man to turn into her indentured servant. I also tried saving you guys the pain of pictures with senior women in this video. I hope you really appreciate that. I don't want you guys to vomit after seeing a picture of a woman that looks like Wallace and Gromit. I'll discuss more in just a moment, but let me first tell everyone about today's sponsor, the MGTOW Book Collection Part 2. Whether you're getting camel toe in Cambodia, banging babes and burkas in Turkey, or taking Polaroids of ladyboys in Thailand, Luca Vendetti has a series of books to make you live the dream. His new three-booklet series includes How to Live on $500 a Month in Cambodia, Turkey, and Vietnam, in addition to his classic How to Retire on 200 k in Southeast Asia. He also has the MGTOW book. Visit MGTOWbooks.com and use the promo code SANDMAN to get 10% off. Now available in four formats, PDF, Mobi for Kindle, EPUB, and Text-to-Speech MP3. Sponsor link is down below. Anyways, now back to elderly women looking for old men to jizz up their depends, Clown World Show. As I mentioned earlier, many women will maintain higher standards when it comes to men even into their golden years. They still see themselves as a hot 20-something in their minds. Even though the last time they were in their 20s, Nixon was in the White House. So they might wait a decade or two for Mr. Wright at the age of 60 or 70 and risk death rather than settle for some subpar one. That is, so long as they have options. But if she's desperate for money and a place to stay, I've seen older women lower those standards just before they get lowered into the ground. I've seen women in their 60s marry 70-year-old incels that have their own paid-off properties and move those women in rent-free. I wish I could go back in time and tell those men that they were just being used as a backup plan by a desperate woman. But if I were one of those women and I wanted the best odds of finding a so-called good senior male, I would prey on emotionally thirsty guys whose wives have died or are about to die. I witnessed that strategy in women as well. Funny enough, it didn't piss me off at the time when I saw it, but it did piss off some of the women watching it. They would complain that the guy's wife 
didn't have long to live and her husband was already lining up the next woman. I guess they didn't like feeling like that could happen to them if they were replaceable too. I also wish I could go back in time and tell those women things like, why shouldn't he be happy? Or she doesn't have long to live, so it's no big loss. Or that when couples are older and one of the spouses die, the other usually gets depressed and dies shortly thereafter. This will prevent that from happening. I tell those women that if they have a problem, why don't they take it up with the woman that snared the dying man's wife? Because she knows he's actually a good man, and good men are in short supply. She probably already knows the size of his penis too, because that information was spread around at some ladies' night. Women can complain about women stealing men from one another, but they are usually the ones responsible for infidelity, because more often than not, they know the man they want is in a relationship, so they have no issues breaking him up with his ex, so they can have him for their own. Women always try and scare men into relationships by asking us, who will hold your hand on your deathbed? Meanwhile, it would be bittersweet justice if the woman that used to use that excuse to get the man in the first place actually finds herself on her deathbed and her husband is holding her hand with his right hand and another woman's with his left, and she knows it. Many women are delusional and so much so that I actually found a few in their late 40s and early 50s that still thought they could get pregnant. Maybe using a surrogate if they had a $100,000 downy baby, but not if they wanted to conceive and carry a cooch critter to full term on their own. For women, it's never too late to get married. I heard a story about 5 to 10 years ago about a man and a woman that got married in their 90s at a nursing home. The guy telling the story was the son, and he said his dad was contacting him one day and asking him if he could borrow his car so he could go out on a date. Him and the woman in the nursing home needed some privacy away from all the nurses and orderlies. So he indulged his father and lent him his car, and luckily nothing happened. I like to think that his dad and his new girlfriend went out like Bonnie and Clyde in a blaze of glory. But instead, a few months later, the father came to his son and asked his son if he could get some help marrying his new girlfriend, also in her 90s. When women hear stories like that, they think to themselves, there is always hope. That's why I don't prescribe to this idea of the wall anymore. Hitting the wall just limits the quality of men that a woman can get from that point. But they can always find a man even into their 60s. But after 70, it becomes harder because all the good men are taken and being nagged to death, or they've been divorce raped to death before. So the pickings are slim. Also, many women these days aren't as delusional about getting married in their 60s because old guys fall for it all the time. After long marriage ends that last many decades, many men latch on to the first woman that gives them positive attention after their divorce, especially if she's quiet around him and lets him hear his own thoughts. I've always wondered why women didn't just keep their mouths shut, like one woman I was with for 10 years. But now I realize that the quiet ones are rare, because they either don't have as much emotional baggage, or they internalize it until they eventually blow up. It makes me wonder why the average woman can't just friend zone some simp, or become a part-time fag hag, as they were once called in the 90s. Even the sitcoms in the 1990s promoted this idea that loud and obnoxious straight women need a gay man to talk to, and uses that emotional tampon. Many women also don't remarry once their husbands die, especially if they have children and they have a son husband. He loves his mother and he'll spend time with her and give her attention. If this happens, I've seen it cause tension between his mother and his wife. He's stuck in no man's land and each woman is fighting a battle over control over him. The wife's trying to turn him against his mother and the mother is trying to turn him against the wife. He's the attention battery that they're both trying to consume and he's stuck in the middle having to play both sides. Not to mention that sometimes the mother tries turning his kids against the grandmother and the grandmother tries turning the grandkids against their mother. I've witnessed all this before. 
in the world of women, male attention is the most important currency. And they're fighting a proxy war with one another for that attention through the manipulation of people that they both share in their lives. Many single women after 50 or 60 are hoping for a marriage and their own supply of male attention on tap. But 40% of the people taking antidepressants these days are women 45 years of age and older. Once their youth and attention wane, they feel down about it and need a little pharmaceutical pick-me-up. In the past, women used to compete with one another by trying to outcook or outclean each other, and that way they'd get respect from men and piss off the other women. But today they have no problem stealing men from one another, and all of the other women sanction such actions. It's allowed in the war for love. In the past, that sort of behavior would have meant you lost your family and friends, and there were consequences. What are the consequences today? Absolutely none. Men need to understand that women compete with one another for married men. When a woman is dying, her sexual marketplace value is plummeting, and soon she will plummet into the ground. The vultures with vaginas are circling her deathbed, waiting to peck at the penis of her man. They prey on good men that are emotionally vulnerable because they fear being alone for the first time in decades in many cases. That's what this 68-year-old woman needs to do in order to get married at her age. After all, 70 is the new 60 I hear. She needs to put on her makeup, her war paint, so to speak, and do whatever it takes to target the man she wants. She needs to identify men that are vulnerable, about to be lonely through divorce or the death of their spouse, before other women identify such men, and not wait until some other woman swoops in to take them. For younger women in the workforce, this is a lot easier, because when they have a job, they're surrounded by men away from those men's wives, where they're more likely to seduce them. But as women get older, it becomes a lot harder. So that's why dating apps are more increasingly important for elderly women. There they can target men more easily and can expand their circle of males that don't actually know about each other. Why do you think that there's so many women that sit waiting on dating apps and keep their profiles up for years and years? They're hoping to hit the jackpot with some rich cock someday. Women are willing to sit on the sidelines for their entire lives waiting for Mr. Wright's cock to sit on. Either that or they'll wait in life's virtual waiting room staying single until the day they die. Today's not-so-mystery link shows a hippie woman that's in her 70s that married the same guy twice in some half-abandoned town in the deserts of California. Women always have options. One of the guys in that town is a millionaire, and he's living in a shack that was once a bar back in the mining days. It's an interesting video to watch if you have the time for it. As for geriatric gals with vaginas, there's a never-ending supply of simps out there willing to give them attention. They just have to figure out who those guys are. If they move to a desolate town in the middle of nowhere, then odds are pretty good that it's mostly men living there. Some of those men aren't poor. They want to be there to get away from the craziness of our society, and they have money and resources, and some 80-year-old grandma in leotards knows this, and will prey on retards that don't. A woman like that might also prey on men that are a lot younger if she herself has resources. Anyways, that's it for today. Thanks again to Jay for the donation, and I hope you enjoyed this topic. Don't forget to smash the like button the way that elderly incels, with bags full of magic Viagra beans, are lining up to marry and smash the Crypt Keeper's niece. Bang the bell and check out the mystery link. Follow me on BitChute, Twitter, and Facebook to get tomorrow's video today. Subscribe to me on Minds, Odyssey, and MGTOW.TV to get the video for the day after tomorrow. This channel's been demonetized, and if you want to help me keep making content, then please support me through Subscribestar. There's a link to it in the description. Or you can do an hour-long coaching chat with the Sandman for 45 US dollars. And I won't rush you out the door like a cheap whore. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. And remember, a red pill a day keeps the women 
that should be playing with their non-existent grandchildren instead of a 70-year-old's wiener away. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.